and gentlemen. You're locked into JJ and Alex. With the insight and analysis on the teams you can't live without. Presented by G2G Bars. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. everybody welcome back guess what we're at the boat show man love being at the boat show and they changed it from super bowl weekend which Good. means you don't have to prioritize nope uh you know you're, you're able to come down here and get yourself going at the boat show. you don't have to rush yourself when you're down here on sunday just come in and enjoy yourself sunday if that's the day you choose to come in let me explain and you won't ex- miss the super bowl or anything let me explain accessory wise how funny it's gotten. There's a company in front of us called Stunt Puppy. Yes. And I've had to watch this video 74 times since I've been here. <laughs> I, I also like the, uh, the the dog in front of us that looks like it's real, but it's not. It is not, but it's it on, how it works. It's on a wakeboard. It's on a wakeboard. And it's throwing me off. Every time I look up, I think there's an actual dog so these are wakeboarding life, in front of me. These are life preservers. What's with the life preserver, kid? It's the life preserver for the dog. It's got I, a handle I have two on the dogs back. and we have them for You do? Yes. You got a handle on the back. Yep. You can carry him to the grocery store. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's it. Just it just is. Uh, anyway, again, like I said, accessory wise, there is everything you could imagine at the boat yep. show. So come down, Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy. You got to check it out. All even, right, even, we got eye candy gear. Oh yes, I, uh, we were telling you we we're like, look, there are so many companies. <laughs> Do you have the Coach Prime special? That's the one we're looking for. The all gold, <laughs> the all gold flat. That's what we need. We Let's get it going. Let's get there it going. Go. I might, be, I might be walking out by the end of the show with some eye candy. All right. Uh, let's get to Pete Futak. Uh, Pete Futak, of course, College Football News is where you can find his byline. He runs that website and uh, does a phenomenal job covering college football. And uh, we were gifted this week, of course, the Big 12 schedule. Pete joins us to sort of break some of that down. He does it on his website. Pete, what's going on, man? Good to talk to you. I'm going to guess that my idea of boat show eye candy is a little different than your <laughs> boat show eye candy. Not hearing exactly. Not exactly. I, I went a different direction as hey. I'm hearing you do this. Are you boat guys? Are you like, are you like boats a thing for you? I guess you have to say that right now. But well, are, like, do boats do it for you? So I grew up. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, and it was a different boat. It was. Yeah. We were. My dad had a part ownership of a deep sea fishing boat, and so. That was the boating I did, which was, and I that's look. Cool. I've always been, I've always been too fat to water ski, so that's just not my. That's not my. That's not my cup of tea. <laughs> is that even wreck boating's a big deal here in the in the mountain. <laughs> it West, is, but it is when it is when you were me. Yeah, but no, it's crazy because you know we don't have. I think people would look and go, "Isn't that the high desert in Utah?" I'd be like, "Yeah, but we love our lakes," and so there's definitely sure. the. What are you going to uh, do on like a hot Salt summer lake day? Got to do it, right? I mean, like, uh, yeah, that's not the yeah, one. You don't go to that see. lake. Don't don't ski on that lake. Uh, <laughs> Really? Although they'll find you I've pretty never easy. Been, so I, I, I'm sure I'm an idiot. So yeah. So, well, uh, no, it stinks. Right, it's full yeah. salt, but it's beautiful. <laughs> okay, so you have to wash it down and stuff like that after. Yeah, yeah. It sounds, sounds cool. I, boats are cool as long as they're other in my eyes, other people's boats. As long as I don't have to be the one to take care of it and wash oh, it yeah. down and deal with all the stuff. Boats are boats are super cool. I'm hey. more than happy to come on someone's boat for about 90 minutes. After about 90 yeah. minutes, I'm good. But right. like, yeah, if it's your boat, yeah, cool. I. I yeah, you, you got to do it. You got to do it. So next time Pete comes out, we're taking him 
on a ski boat you on the put great him on salt, a foil on the great <laughs> salt. Let's put Pete, <laughs> let's put Pete on a foil. No, basically, you're not taking me. You're not taking me water skiing on Salt Lake. <laughs> the, the Great Salt Lake is what no, you're saying. No, I mean, no yeah, it's not a completely thing. never having been to Utah, not knowing what I'm talking about. It's not I, a thing. I got it. But uh, you should look at it when you're flying in and landing, and then that should be your uh, how you familiarize yourself it's with the It's beautiful lake. from the air. So oh, there you go. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah got it. it's not, yeah, it's no, not I'll the, get it then. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Pete, we got the new schedule this week from the Big 12, and uh, Brett Yormark and his guys have curated a schedule that, uh, that looks – quite fun with 16 teams on there there's a a couple of beats where we're looking at it and going man why'd they do that and of course we i initially poo-pooed the idea of byu and utah playing on november 9th they historically when they were in the same conferences for years they played in the uh they played on that last weekend of the year but there's wisdom in not putting them on that very last traditional rivalry weekend because then they're not going to have to compete with the big dogs they can be the big dog on november 9th or a big dog. I mean, that's the, that is the thing that's going to – I think here's the problem with our next seven months. It's going to be, oh, great, like the attorneys general of some states are suing the NCA for this and the NIL that and all the, all the boring procedural stuff that, you know, has made college football slightly left of a gigantic mess right now. But – when you're going through these schedules, the, these power four schedules now, because there's only four real conferences, is that you're kind of, it, all of a sudden we're not going to have those mid-October days where, hey, look, you know, Kentucky Ole Miss is the big game of the day. You know, it, there's powerhouse games every single week now. I mean, there's just not a lot of fluff after you get past, you know, even the first couple of weeks are right. The non-conference games aren't that great. They're okay. They're not amazing. But that's the, the trade-off is we're getting, you know, BYU and Utah on November 9th, right? That, that, that's, yes. That's good stuff. So, like, and, and the other part that everyone's going to have to get used to fast is that, one, it's a, the goalposts have moved. It is a, it's now a, uh, it's a college fo- expanded college football playoff era, which means you can lose. You can lose a game. You can lose two games. If you're one of these Power Four conference teams and you go ten and two, you're gonna almost certainly get in to this playoff. It's not gonna be easy because the other part we're gonna have to get used to is there's gonna be a lot of teams that are used to just kind of artificially being like seven and five or eight and four that are now gonna have to struggle like heck to get to six and six because it's just gonna be hard to get through these murderous slates. Yeah, let's before we dig into individually Utah and BYU, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Big Big 12 schedule overall. What sticks out to you? Did the league get things right, or what did they get wrong in scheduling? What sticks out to me most is more of a theoretical thing. It's like, where are the big teams? Like, it's like all of a sudden now, you know, remember a couple years ago we were talking like, oh, well, you'll lose Texas and Oklahoma. Well, big deal losing Texas. They kind of stink. Now it's kind of like, Okay, so Oklahoma State and Kansas State are your big games. Like it's it's going to be hard, especially in a world where you you do have these coast to coast games, like in the ACC now. Where do, do, does the world care about Stanford and Cal? Not really. But when they go across the country to play, you know, other teams, yeah, it's going to kind of be a little bit of a national thing to go along with just the additions to these other conferences that just make it so much bigger. 
And the SEC is just a monster now because you're throwing Texas, a great Texas team, like a national championship-level Texas team and Oklahoma into the SEC mix. That ramps it up. And dear God, the Big Ten. I mean, like all of a sudden, like, wait a minute, Michigan's going to Washington, and that's a thing? You know, USC, <laughs> UCLA, I mean, Oregon. These are, these are big games. And when you look at the Big 12, all right, of course it's going to be fun when, you know, Coach Prime comes to town, and it's, you know, but – you know, it's one of those things where do you really want to be, you know, have the, the biggest house on the block? And if you're a team like Utah, yeah, of course you'd like it because you want to get in the college football playoff. But Utah is the star of the show right now. If you look at what, if they get everyone back, Arizona is a transition area, transition period here that should be pretty good. But you just you don't have that one national team outside of maybe Colorado just because of prime that says, you know what, the world is going to care about the Big 12 because of these teams. Uh, Pete, when you look at, uh, obviously you're lo- obviously here locally, we look at the Utah schedule, we look at the BYU schedule. Uh, JJ and I were both uh, publicly uh, murdered for saying BYU was only going to go 6-6. Six and six. I thought that was rather generous yeah. to get the bowl eligibility based off of the fact that right now, like, I, I feel like if, if at some point a quarterback rises to the top and starts to really kind of show show up and show out a little bit, uh, you, you know, maybe uh, in spring and before, although spring to me I'm always like, don't care, get me to fall camp, then we'll kind of really get the idea. But like, how can you say that they're going to be better than 6-6 six and six if they don't have a quarterback? And right now they do not. Kind of odd that you didn't get one of the stars from the uh, transfer portal who were out there. I didn't want to pay for it, however it didn't work. But, yeah, I mean, the problem is going forward is, is, again, look at this schedule where, you know, it doesn't seem that bad. But SMU won the American Athletic Conference Championship last year. And you want to talk about paying for your team and your – SMU is basically paying for playing for free in the ACC so they can, you know, get up to the, the big table and dance with that group. But they also paid for a lot of great players in the transfer portal. So you've got an SMU team that is all of a sudden, you know, pretty good before, and now they're actually going to be better. And if you're BYU, you got to go on the road for that. That's not an easy non-conference win. Going to Wyoming and dealing with that up in Laramie, that's not an easy non-conference mm-hmm. win. And then, you know, look at the just the uh, the road games. Baylor's going to be better. Uh, UCF's going to be better. You know, Utah's not really a road game, but okay, it's on the road. And Arizona State's going to be a lot better. And those are those are those are winnable games. BYU is a good going to be a good enough team to win any or all of those, but they're not going to win all of them. And then you still got to deal with Arizona. You still got to deal with Oklahoma State, and you still got to deal with you know a not too bad Houston team and all the other you know, teams. Out there. So it's it's a tough slate where they're not going to be favored in more than six games on this thing. Yeah, Pete, I look at BYU's schedule, and they've got to play Kansas State, Oklahoma State, BYU, Arizona, and Kansas. they got to play the contenders year one, in year two. I think that's what stands out to me about BYU's schedule is it's, it's yep. not just it's, – it's the teams they're playing. That's, that's going to be really, really difficult for them. I have learned over my years, and you guys would know this better than I would, every time I kind of think, oh, well, BYU, that's a 5-7 team, all of a sudden something happens. 
and they get something that clicks for them, and then they've got a running back who is all-American caliber at some quarter, and then all of a sudden they do catch fire. So there is always the possibility that, that BYU is just kind of one of those programs. Every once in a while, we don't expect anything, all of a sudden, kaboom. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot – there's there's not a lot of fluff on this thing. Now, again, past BYU teams, they had they, they kind of had that mix of, oh, my God, look at, the, you know, look at these six games, and then, oh, my God, they're going to win these other six games by 50. They don't really have that with this schedule. Pete Futak joining us here at College Football News is where you can find him. And, Pete, let's talk about the Utah side of things. You had BYU also at six and six in your uh, projections. You have Utah at ten and two. Uh, I had Utah at ten and two. Where did your two losses come for the Utes on their schedule that you're predicting very it's, very early? Oh, it's way early. I mean, it's it, you never know still. But it's assuming everyone stays healthy, everyone stays right. I mean, this is more of like a they're probably going to lose a game, but they're going to be favored in every game on their slate. It would be kind of a shocker if they're not. Uh, I mean, going to Oklahoma State's dangerous. That's going to be one of those big games here. I think Arizona State's going to be a lot better, but that's coming off a week off. The BYU game helps because that's coming off a week off. Going to Colorado, I do think they're going to fix the glitch. Uh, And then because getting a little punchy here and going with the idea of, all right, it's it's the end of the year. We're going to, again, we're changing how we're going to think about this thing. Remember that if you win your Power Four Conference Championship, you're in the college football playoff, and you're most likely going to get a bye in the first round. I'm not saying Utah is going to hold back or load management or anything like this, but if they go 10-1 and like I think they're going to do, they're going to have stuff wrapped up. And all of a sudden, all that matters from that point on is the Big 12 championship game against whoever they have to play with, assuming this all works out as perfect. And then they got to go to UCF, which is vastly improved. Going to Orlando, last home game of the year, probably a game UCF's going to have to win. And that's an improved team this year. Gus Malzahn hit the transfer portal uh, hard as well. They've got a strong team. And so that might be one of those moments when, you know, last games of the year are always weird to begin with. But Utah might actually not need that game because they're going to have to say, hey, we got to go beat Arizona or Kansas State or whatever to get the playoff anyway, and then we get a bye, and it's hmm. all good. So I do think 10-2 and two is all right. And if they're, they're going to be better than everyone else on this slate. And that just seems like one of those games where end of the year, we're already starting to prepare for the Big 12 championship, and they kind of slip a little bit. UCF just comes out you know, on fire because they need that game, and there's a lot. So it's a lot of – a lot of projections here for a February 1st, but uh, that was kind of the thought process, that they're probably going to be 10-2, and two, and that seems like one of those moments that we're going to kind of see going forward in the new era. College football news, you got rankings for every FBS team. Utah number 14, highest-rated Big 12 team, BYU 62, Utah State 88. And we have to ask you, after all that, your early conference title pre-game, or game prediction. Who's going to make the title game? Who wins? At this point, if it's not Ohio State, something went seriously, seriously wrong. I mean, I mean, if you're talking about the the national championship, Ohio State's got the best team coming back. I mean, they they are obviously someone someone around there is not happy that Michigan won the national championship. They you, you do it three straight years, it was like okay, enough is enough of this, enough is enough, and they just basically went out and got every great transfer they could get to go along with an already good group and a shocking amount of guys who should be in the NFL decided to come back. 
So they, if they don't do it this year, that's going to be a problem. But look again, going forward, it's, we're going to have you're going to have to get through a couple teams to get to the national championship. So, uh, but if the conference championships right now, at least for the Big Twelve, uh, Utah, it's it's got to be conference championship or bust if you're Utah because they just they're just a better team than everyone else in the conference. So you, you go to a, a, an easier conference. Utah's got to be in the Big 12 championship. And then between Arizona, Kansas, and Oklahoma State, those are probably the three next best teams with Kansas State right around there. Arizona, we don't know. Coaching change. They do have a lot of guys coming back, but they also mm-hmm. don't have kind of the same uh, don't have the same group as last year. they got enough talent. There. They should be in the mix. to be fine. Oklahoma State's really good. Excuse me, that offensive line's going to be probably the best in the conference if it's not Utah's. Uh, with Ollie Gordon running it. And then Kansas is the funky one because they don't actually have any real home games because they're renovating their stadium. So they're going to be playing in Kansas City, and I think they have a game in St. Louis. So that's just going to be kind of an odd year for Kansas. And then Kansas State, if they they can just do it. So those are the teams that are really going to be in the mix. With anybody else, it's going to have to be an outlier because, again, if you look up and down this list, I mean, even Houston's going to be better. Cincinnati's going to be better. There's not a week off really against anybody in the Big 12 going forward, even with all these new teams. So you got Utah in on that on that uh, conference championship game. So if you're going to have to pick from, you know, the Oklahoma States, the Kansas States, and maybe a Kansas, uh, maybe an Arizona, who's going to face off against Utah? At the moment, I would say Arizona. I'm still going to stick with the idea that they're just that good. And what Jed Fish started is just going to keep going. Uh, the Lions are playing. Brent Brand's a whale of a head coach. They did lose a little through the transfer portal, and Fish is a very, very good coach. But Brennan's also really good. So I, I, it's, I would guess that the two Pac-12ers would come in and take over this conference. But, again, Oklahoma State, every single year, you know how that, that group rolls. They're going to they're gonna lose a game or two that they shouldn't, and then they're going to catch on fire for a little while there. So I'm going to say right now on February 1st, I'm going to say Utah beats Arizona for the Pac-12 title. Nice, big 12 title. Well, hey, yeah, we've made that mistake only a thousand times on the air, so there you go. Uh, Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com. The sure you can see his byline. You can get a breakdown of all of the Big 12 team schedules uh, right now at College Football News. Pete, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, man, as always. Enjoy the boats, guys. We will. We will. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're kind of a yacht guy, aren't you, <laughs> More of a yacht guy. <laughs> a yacht guy. What does that mean? That feels like a... That feels like an no. insult. No. Why am I offended by being called a yacht guy? Uh, darling, have, have Mike bring the yacht around. Yes. Yes. How is the temperature in your bedroom? Right? This is JJ. Uh-huh. Two master suites in his house and a yacht sitting out back. And a guy named Mike who brings it around on the wow. magical got lake. the name of the guy. <laughs> I would love Nailed to it. live in this world you think I live in. Nailed it. Boat That'd show awesome. was here. Better climb aboard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. More to go around the corner. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone.